By the end, there Lewis. Hello. Synchronized. Hi, and welcome to We Don't Talk About Brexit, the only podcast where you get to hear four people trying actively not to have a conversation about the most pressing matter in the world, because, you know, everyone else is just trying to force it down your throat. That's not what we do. We bring four strange and peculiar and odd and unusual stories from around the world straight to your headphones. Maybe loudspeakers. Maybe loudspeakers. Maybe you're pumping out your out your garage for all of your neighbours yeah, to I hear. We hope so. That's a really kind thing to do. You should definitely do that for your <laughs> neighbourhood. Yeah. In this week's news, pizza shut. Christmas spirits. What? A sparrow guesswork. And Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did that get you there, Lewis? <laughs> These are all the worst puns I've ever heard. When did we decide that they all had to be puns? This is is what you've got to look forward to, listener. Yeah, we decided to replace the joke with headlines and then we've just sort of descended the headlines back into bad puns. Of course, of course. Um, So, who has brought our first story of the week? I believe it's our... Newest member! Slash... Oldest returning member. Returning member, Lewis Smith. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. How, How does it feel to be back? Good, yeah. Right. <laughs> Insightful. It's nice not to be in a, a cafe near it. Lots of mixed opinions. <laughs> like, Th- these are the sorts yeah. of reasons that we've taken those I l- back. I, I, I like the lack of ambiance. I think that's great. <laughs> mm. like, what I liked about the original was just the clattering sounds of, you know, latte, John. <laughs> that's, that's a Starbucks. Cafe yeah, Nero, I'm, I expect you to pick it up. Sorry, here. guys. I'm, I'm a bit tired today, so I've not really come with the uh, cafe Nero jokes. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. It's all right. Have you got um, a story, though? I have, yeah. Um, pizza shut? Question mark. <laughs> um, if, if this is just about Pizza Hut shuts again, <laughs> did you know it shuts in the evenings and no, opens um, again in the mornings? Um, right. So I'm. Um, I really don't know where to start. To be honest with you, it's um, pizza. Pizza. Have everyone here has been to Pizza Hut. Yeah. yeah. Could you describe what a pizza is? So a pizza is like an Italian sort of right. bread dish. <laughs> um, and on that bread dish, you put, say, like tomatoes and sometimes barbecue if you're at Domino's Pizza and cheese. And then you like put loads of delicious toppings and or meat on it. But in this case, one customer, um, a furious customer, I might add, went to the famous chain Pizza Hut to try out some of their delicious desserts. And we've all been to Pizza Hut, mm-hmm. and we've all had the delicious unlimited ice cream factory that they offer. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, the one with the sort of, you know, whipped down leather or whatever. Someone once told me that there's a conspiracy that they make it sort of filling, like they make it expand inside your belly so that even though you can have unlimited, <gasps> oh, wow. it's not unlimited. That's but incredible. I've, I don't feel like that could be legal. I reckon that's the it case. It could be illegal, because mm. if you had enough of that... It would explode your stomach. In it. Well, that's what I was thinking. Mm. I don't, I don't think, think it can possibly be real. I don't think they'd put like C4 in it. I think it would probably just be. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not like an IED in your belly. Is it's it like, like builder's foam? It just. Yeah, it would be. It would be sort of something that yeah. fills you up. And you can never eat for the next week. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what happened to Pizza Hut? There was customer, um, twenty-three years old, went to Pizza Hut, and he's actually a vegan. Um, mm. I don't know if any of us at the table are vegan, but obviously oh, it's a lifestyle. Terrible people, they're, terrible people. They're, they're taking away all of our terrible favorite people. trains at the moment, aren't they? Taking um, over all of our favorite pastries. But if you're a vegan, Tash, obviously that means that you don't like to eat animal products. So you don't like to eat meats, you don't like to drink milk, eggs, cheese, 
that kind of thing. So, I mean, Pizza Hut sounds like the worst place to go to because I think the only thing you could probably have is bread. <laughs> so I, I don't know if they had a loaf or if they kind of do a vegan <laughs> I mean, alternative. Maybe some of our vegan friends could tell us about their experience. Oh, I'm really sorry. I've just places. offended you, haven't I? You haven't offended me. It's fine. I mean, you're a new host and you're still on trial, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. You're still on probation here. Yeah, you're yeah. still on probation. More for it. In fact, the salad bar at Pizza Hut Ooh. has me going back every time. I can have croutons. <laughs> <laughs> croutons for days. She just calls it crouton hut now. <laughs> it's crouton hut. But veganism, I think, you know, you might know better than I, but veganism kind of takes on a bit of a fashion in January, and there's that kind of month, Veganuary. Sure. Um, Isn't it? Vaginuary. That's not that, Vaginuary. That, that, that's Vagina January. That's, that's, that's where you're celebrating vaginas all yeah. month long. Vaginuary. People accidentally go to the wrong meetings and it's really awkward. Yeah. Aww. But um, Veganuary, Vaginuary, if you're Tash, um, <laughs> oh, Pizza Hut's currently offering like an entirely animal-free menu. So the reason the vegan guy went was because they're kind of, you know, attesting to the fact that they produce that kind of stuff. Um, so he stuck... You know, I don't know what he had for his main. The article didn't say, which I think is pretty weird. Um, uh, the barbecue jackfruit pizza that's only just been released. Oh, shit, yeah. Pizza Hut. No, oh, my God, that's exactly what he has. <laughs> yeah. Have you got the same story as I? Or no, no, it's just that I know I know exactly yeah. when the pizza's vegan. Yeah, no, it's, it exactly actually is in, the, it is in the article. I mean, I it will be like one of the few things. Yeah, it's the one pizza they do that's vegan. It's barbecue okay. jackfruit, and it's got like, it's like pulled, it looks like pulled mm. pork, but it's not. It's oh, wow. Like, I have had I've it had somewhere, and it's really nice. I liked it. And then it's got these minging cheese on top, but it's all right. Oh. It's like fake cheese, but it's fine. Fees. Yeah. Fees. Yeah. Fees. So, I mean, you might have even been there, Katie. If you're in the story, then do say it's, it's you. I am, it's your, I am a vegan and I am 23. I'm not 24 now, so it, it couldn't possibly um, be me. Sorry. Have, have, you been to, no have you been to Plymouth? On, were you in Plymouth on Saturday? Because that's when um, the story took place. And we were also 23 at that time. Um, and I think oh, male. Yeah. Well, a lot's happened this weekend. So I couldn't possibly remember. Actually. Um, but yeah, no, so he, he enjoyed a vegan jackfruit pizza, as you stated, um, before asking the waitress if the unlimited ice cream factory was also vegan, to which she replied, Of course it is. It's, you know, it's expanding ice cream. Of course it's vegan. Um, and so he, he went over to try it um, and he checked the ingredients on the back of the sauce toppings and saw that they contained milk. Now, I'm not an expert, but as so, far as so, I know, so, so milk scandalous. is produced by the cow, which is an animal. The one that we have, that we share. Yeah. yeah. The cow. The cow. The holy cow. You know, the black and white animal that looks a bit like your curtains, but sort of <laughs> a bit splodgier. Visual. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of visual, visual cue. We're, we're, we're painting a picture for the audience, it's fine. <laughs> it's okay, it's yeah. difficult to describe. George has cow print curtains, essentially. I, I don't. Um, but no, so... Sorry, I'm getting sidetracked here because um, my story is only about a second long. So, um, so he, he went back, as you would, understandably, as you, as you would, you'd go back to the table and tell your friends, who they said just to eat the ice cream because the waitress, she's not going to be wrong. Don't listen to the label that says it contains cow-produced milk. The waitress knows it all. So then it doesn't actually say whether he had it, um, but then he went home and tweeted about the new vegan menu and the fact the ice cream there is vegan too. Um, so I presume he did have it. Um, because he uh, seems to have thought it's bought into this he lie. He bought into the lie, mm. and then he he tweeted Pizza Hut, and then then replied to say, "Oh, no, it's not vegan." I don't know what you're talking about. The label says it's not vegan. It's not vegan. The waitress lied. <gasps> did oh they did they at her in it as well? <laughs> I, I don't know. If, I don't know if she Judy. was Judy. Judy. I don't, I don't, Judy under slash one one seven X. I don't know if Judy was at it, um, but basically this guy was 
few, if, where's the, the three words there? Appalled, outraged, and heartbroken to find out that the contents of his ice cream factory were not vegan. It's a bit far, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's, I mean, so man gets told that a vegan product isn't vegan, eats it anyway, is upset. And then he complained to the manager um, and was offered a free meal, but obviously, as you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to return to that place. It's scandalous. You wouldn't want to go back and spend any more money there. Hey, this is a perfectly good Greg's around the corner. Um, yeah. yeah, so the manager said, you know, it's really concerning, and I think the, the waitress, Judy, might have just been rushed, so she kind of just said, yeah, it's vegan, whatever, you know, as if to be, you know, just yeah, to yeah. pass you off. Mm. Um, but then I, I kind of, uh, basically, Peter apologised, um, and... Well, this has ended on a really poor note. Um, <laughs> it doesn't say whether Judy was sacked. I th- I'm assuming she's fine. Um, has there been Twitter campaign outrage? There yes. haven't, but I've noticed there are some comments. Um, and because this is coming from the sort of, you know, national paper, The Express, I imagine they're quite good, but the internet's not working. Partic- oh, I'm sorry. Um, I can see one here that says, should have asked F.O., but it, it, when I click see more, it doesn't do anything. So. <laughs> should have asked F.O. Um, I mean, what would, you, what, what would you guys' comments be if you saw the article, my lifestyle was marked, <laughs> vegan orders pizza hut ice cream and fumes when it contains milk. What, what, would you, is, what would you say about that? My question is, did he go to the Express to tell them about I it? I assume... Like, he, what I, happened? I, I think he probably tweeted about it. Express are always, you know, trying to find people getting up for all, especially about, you know, topics as popular mm. as veganism. I, so mm. probably contacted him. I do feel I, yeah. like that it just say my lifestyle mocked, and then, and then I feel like the article is mocking him... Further, like I said, <laughs> vegan eats ice cream is annoyed that it's not <laughs> like you know, it's like is it is yeah yeah. But to be fair, like the ice cream factory stuff, like I've had that before, and there is no way that that is made from actual cow's milk. Yeah, like, it's really? made from chemicals. Isn't it, it is just all chemicals. So like, is yeah. that fine? Like, you'd rather have so like milk from a cow that's like natural and cavemen drink is fine, but then like is not fine, but like chemicals is, is it? Um, well, chem- chemicals doesn't feel bad when you make it. But it feels bad because it's a chemical. I wouldn't drink ethanol. But it's a very different reason for not eating it than, than vegans have for It's not, just like, it's not an ethical milk, purpose. It? Yeah, mm. it's an ethical purpose. No, I guess um, you wouldn't substitute milk for ethanol. What I do find <laughs> interesting is that he, you say that the milk was included in the packet on the sauce. So, yeah, on this, on this you know, the not, like, you know, bubblegum sauce. But not necessarily on the ice cream. So maybe the ice cream was I think, yeah, no, is made out of chemicals. I think Judy needs to be anything. reinstated. Um, and she, 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 he, did he ask? With he, he did not ask. He, as far as I can tell, I might have to get in touch. If he but put he, cheese as a topping of his vegan ice cream, would he then be offended if the mm. cheese had milk? Because he asked whether the ice cream was vegan, to which it probably is. But then the toppings, he didn't ask her the toppings vegan. Exactly. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't trust it. Like, mm. just if you're gonna, I don't know. I've had the first being vegan like a, a massive fashion now. So you go into restaurants and you're like, is this vegan? Okay, mm. it's fine. And if people tell me, if people don't inform me that mm. it's not vegan, I'll eat it anyway, and then just suffer the consequences if I feel ill later. It's mm. fine. Mm. But if someone. I don't know, most places are really, really careful about it. So she mm. could have got into a lot of trouble and I feel like Judy oh, needed really? some re-education. Yeah, because there's also, there's medical reasons he yeah. might have had to have uh, vegan stuff. Yeah, it could be like... Oh, no, that is a well. comment, actually. Sorry, Tash, you're doing my story for me. Well, but he, um, <laughs> he did say part of the reason he was fuming was because he could have been allergic to the milk. Um, he wasn't though. He wasn't obviously because they do normally ask you, you got any allergies, and you say amoxicillin, and they say what, and then you try to explain <laughs> that that's a penicillin, and they don't find it funny. Or cats, and they're like, 
We don't have put cats in our food. And then, you know, if as it did then, it falls flat. <laughs> I, feel, I, I know exactly the situation you're in. As someone who's allergic to cats, and I've asked people in restaurants if I'm allergic to stuff, and I've said cat hair, and they've just looked at me blankly like, you, do you think I've never heard that before, mate? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Did you say it as a joke? Yeah. Obviously. Oh. I'm sorry, but I don't, think, I don't know where George's been eating, but I don't think he think he's not expecting cat in the meal unless you went to like cat cafe in town yeah. there's probably some cat in there I mean and yeah. you probably wouldn't go <laughs> do vegans cafe. go to the cat cafe I think it depends on the vegan surely that's like <laughs> that's like a zoo it's like a also just cat not zoo. normal people might also not go there yeah, yeah. Mm. like me vegans <laughs> aren't not normal can I just uh, <laughs> just find the vegan corner once again uh, horrible <laughs> we're not we're normal not normal people <laughs> sorry Katie <laughs> no I mean no it's fine it's fine whatever I don't mind at Tash all. also hates left handed people <laughs> for the record I heard that before actually yeah. I heard that she hates left handed people she's there yeah. holding her fist her right fist in her anger at the left handers I just cut Fuming. my left hand off as a sort of move that's insane <laughs> That is actually handles. insane. Fuming at lefties. You're the only one that loses out there. Yeah. Huh? I said you're the only one that loses out in that situation. I know. Cutting off your hand to spite you. Um, yeah. I can still use it to wave it around in a. You. In a <laughs> right. You just have to wave it with your left, right hand. Yeah. Would a vegan eat? Would a vegan eat Tasha's right hand, left hand? If Tash uh, gave if, it to me for free, I, and I and she wanted me to make it into a sandwich. I've already cut it off, haven't yeah. I? Yeah. yeah. If it's willy, it's fine. Tash could consent to it. Like, there are the some vegan. shellfish that, that vegans eat because they don't feel pain. But it will that... also depend on the vegan. Again, Again also depends mm. on the vegan. Depends mm. on the person. I feel I kind of did, I kind of resent this. Um, <laughs> but obviously, it's not, a vegan obviously instead of human. <laughs> I, assume, I assume vegans are a hive mind. Am I wrong? I oh, know we are. Yeah. Like I, I could like click in right now to like the, the, the vegan, vegan hive mind. They're just like a leg. Vegan mind. That was essentially my story. A guy had an ice cream factory that wasn't vegan, and I question whether Pizza Hut should shut. Oh, yeah, that makes sense now. But I don't think the international chain is going to shut because this guy had an ice cream factory. (laughs) Although the one that I used to go to as a child did shut down, and that was a really sad time. Then it opened up as a Domino's. The one in rugby shut down as well. Really sad. Why did it shut? Shit. I don't know. I used to go there for every every birthday, and then it shut down. And then I think that it was because Domino's bought the space, mm. and then they started doing takeaways. We don't talk about Brexit. Your only source of where there is or isn't Pizza Huts. Yeah, in, there isn't in one in rugby day. anymore either. So don't go there. Expect <laughs> there's a delivery company, but you've got to have an address within the CV postcode. Aha. Uh-huh. You're welcome, listener. Thank Thanks. you for your for for your story, Lewis. Thanks. Thank, Thank you, Lewis. Tash, how are you clapping? You've only got one hand. <laughs> I've learned the other one's I've got my other hand with me just in case she brings it out like, for moments thing. like this <laughs> Natasha yes. what story have you brought for us today um, so the title to my tale is uh, Christmas Spirits oh is, it, is that of an a strong S or is it a Z it's spirits like it's trying to be down with the kids in the it's 90s it's with like five S's ooh that's a lot of S well it's, it's plural which is I think it is it about the snakes no. Okay. I'm sorry about that. Ghost is snakes. it about everyone having a bit too much booze at Christmas? That, that I think would it's about be ghosts. good, wouldn't it? Okay. No, that's closer. That's closer. Poltergeists, ghouls. Well, basically, I thought uh, we talk a lot about uh, what what we consider positive spirits of Christmas. You know, whether you believe in God, whatever God you believe in. 
you know, Jesus Christ, Christmas star. For example. I feel like you really understand Christianity. <laughs> it's I'm also really quite Christ- it. it's quite Christian centric, so I think you're ostracizing a massive group of <laughs> listeners. Well, uh, well, uh, then I considered going exactly the opposite way, naturally. And um, so I've gathered a number of stories um, which uh, that, that have arisen over the Christmas period mm-hmm. that are about dif- different kinds of spirits that aren't the, sp- the spirits of what we usually talk about at Christmas time. Okay. I like so. this. The first of these stories uh, is based in Mexico and is about an archaeological find that that was found, that hence it's called a find. Um, yes, and it was a find of a statue of what was called a, a, the flayed god. Um, I'm really hoping this is like the mummy and they've accidentally released a spirit upon the world. Well, they, they may, they may <gasps> have... Well, basically, what I've, I think is interesting about this is, uh, I mean, it's the sort of stuff that we hear about various ancient cultures, but, mm. like, it solidifies certain theories about it. And there's also, like, a time. They've, they've obviously, they've, like, I guess, carbon dated it and stuff and found... What, the, a ghost? The, no, the period of time <laughs> that this oh. god was worshipped. And this statue is of a pre-Aztec god called wow. Zipetultec. Zipetotec. Yes, and he is uh, the god who represents fertility and regeneration. Okay. And um, this is thought to be the the earliest kind of mm. uh, deity that was created to him. And the worship of this particular god spread like all through, I think, South America. So this, this uh, statue was considered to have been used... It, from 900 to possibly 1150 AD. Quite recent. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, there's a thing about, like, most Aztec mm. t- like pyramids and stuff aren't as old as oh, no, I mean, University. It's, like, surprisingly mm. Have you guys seen Apocalypso, thing? the Mel Gibson-directed smash hit? <laughs> smash hit. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> it wasn't I a smash hit. Know. It's a great film, but it's about the sort of Mayans and... I'm basically just going to... I'm not going to finish the story because it's a massive spoiler for the end of the film. <laughs> but basically, I, as from what I know from pop culture, the Spanish... Ec, ec, what is it? Ex, expedition? What's the word? Expedition. Expedition. The Spanish acquisition or whatever was the people that killed all the Mayans, which is why Mexico is Spanish. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Inquisition. So, Inquisition. That's the one. I see. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think the thing with regards to this story, the reason I think that recentness of it is important is because of what um, how this god was worshipped uh, and the way that this god was worshipped was through the wearing of the skins of sacrifice of people that were sacrificed oh, of course nothing says Christmas oh. like wearing people's skin <laughs> yes that's what I always say Jesus that's a different kind Christ. of stocking isn't it I say whip Body. out grandma let's celebrate Christmas yeah. no but they always sacrifice like young virgins don't they well, I don't know. From what I read, it was captives that oh, were God. sacrificed. Ah. Oh, from like um, other tribes and things. Maybe, mm. or, or maybe captives, you know, criminals, for yeah. example. I don't. There wasn't any detail on that front, but I just find that quite interesting because he's interesting. the god of fertility and regeneration. Oh, good, because they're regenerating. That's the, the approach. Oh my god, yeah, yeah like a Cyberman. It's, it's, 
I think though, if somebody yeah. said to me, like, would you like to be regenerated, like, another go? I'd be like, yeah, I'd like a second chance yeah. at life, you know, but I wouldn't want to be killed and then Someone's going to climb inside your skin. <laughs> I think I'd be into it. No, I don't think I'd be into did it, it either. Do they do impressions of the person? <laughs> yeah. Did they mention that? <laughs> well, hello, it's <laughs> me. Like, um, what's that film? I watched uh, Men in Black, is it? You know, the one where, like, there's, like, the alien and he gets inside yes. the guy's oh, yeah, skin yes. and then he goes in and, like, and his face And then they open it and it's like, shh. Yeah. Or Slovene in Doctor Who. Oh, yeah, and like, zip it up. Yeah. yeah. I, I love Men in Black. That's yeah. Just in general. There's a new know. one coming out. It's got mm-hmm. that guy who plays Thor in it. I have seen that, and I am sceptical, but, yeah. you know, we'll see. Men in Black International, it's called, but oh, it just really? seems to be two British actors. I'm not... I thought Men in Black was international. I didn't think it was, like, a US thing, was it? Yeah, because it's yeah. Aliens. That's interstellar. Yeah, they've actually toned it down. It's there's, yeah. no, there's no aliens in it. No time. more aliens. It's just <laughs> animals. It's like this. Just Sorry, different. Yeah. Just illegal aliens. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the Men in Black are the wall. <laughs> <laughs> there's just a bunch of them with those like sonic screwdrivers that make people forget everything. Yeah. Wow, it's really an amalgamation of everything. Now, yeah. Isn't it? The sonic. Yeah, I'm not sure where we're going now, but it's fine. Moving on to mm. the next tale of a, of another Christmas spirit. I will just read the headline of this one. The headline is Devil Cat Finds a Happy Home Just in Time for Christmas. Oh, I like that a lot. <laughs> Devil Cat, though. I just think like, it's so funny. Is, is, it, is it in the name of the cat or in its, it's actions? It's got horns. <laughs> <laughs> it breathes fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is it it's actually a, a god? <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it actually, what it does is it takes its uh, guardian's skin off and puts them on. No, it doesn't. Aww. <laughs> I'd let my cats do that to me. That's Quite intelligent, isn't it? Mm. Anyway, uh, a devil cat dubbed the UK's unluckiest Moggy after mm. she kept being sent back by previous adoptees has finally found a new family just in time for Christmas. Oh, Unadoptable two-year-old white cat Sky struggled to find a home after attacking children on more than one occasion, <laughs> meaning cat sanctuary bosses were forced to turn down prospective adoptees Aww. from taking her. So that's what... what I, mean, I think it's a bit unreasonable to call her the devil because she attacked a couple of kids. Like, <laughs> I personally wouldn't yeah. attack kids, but if a cat wants to do so, then that's fine. Well, Michael would have enjoyed this because he hates children, doesn't yeah. he? But oh, he's gone now. Yeah. call him in as a sort of... Yeah. What do you think about this, Michael? Maybe he could... I think Jesus. it's fine. <laughs> I personally also do it. <laughs> it might be Michael who adopted the cat. Maybe he's using it as a weapon against... Have you met my new cat? <laughs> Sky! I bring, him, I bring him to schools. Oh. Oh, oh, I love this. Show and tell. <laughs> well, the the kind of positive. No, I think it's all positive, but so that's all that, positive. Um, that everything you listed in that story was positive. <laughs> well, this ca- cat, this ruthless animal that attacks kids, is let loose again, Tash. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a ruthless animal. It's a Satan. They call it the devil. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's his own words it said that yeah. well basically what the article says is that uh, so this is the, the beginning of Sky uh, th- this is the uh, I think it's called Well Cats the, the charity that mm. that she was with before she was adopted um, they said this a lady dropped her off with us last year we didn't ask her why because usually it's a lie so up until Sky was a year old we didn't know anything about her past or why she has such a distaste to children Mm. We can usually get an idea of why when we meet the animal based on how it acts with us. But Skye was adopted before um, to be the pet of a little girl and was quickly returned because she attacked the kids. So then after that, they stopped advertising her as much because they couldn't advertise her to families and stuff. 
But basically, there was a picture of her on the website. With knives. <laughs> holding, the, holding the head In... of a child. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adopt but, me, please. <laughs> basically, a, a sort of couple in their twenties um, saw her they... and really liked her, and came to like what she looked like, and came to the um, charity to ask specifically for her. And when the charity told them that she's got a bit of a problematic history, and they don't suggest necessarily for them taking her. They, they were adamant that they wanted to take her. Oh, and as a result, just to finish off the sco- story, this the article says this. And since Sky moved in with her new owners, Ben and Marsha, also from Birmingham, she has completely transformed into a happy little doggy. <laughs> oh. Have you got a picture of Sky for the listeners? I do. I, I show it to, show it to I've got a picture of her oh, next to the Christmas tree. Oh my god, Tash, that's your cat! It looks a lot like my cat. <laughs> yeah. that is, if everyone on this listening has met Tash's cat, it looks exactly like Tash's cat. Yeah. It's, it's a, a colour that I can't really describe, actually. No, yeah. I can't. It's a white, white cat and it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. But also, the thing is, maybe maybe she had a bad experience with a oh, child. Yeah, sure. Maybe that's, a child pulled her tail or something and then it got yeah. her upset. And all then, all I do, I do want to play sort of devil's advocate if you will yeah. sky's um, advocate i've been holding that in for 10 minutes now so. <laughs> <laughs> but snakes i mean we do you guys like snakes they're fine let's do what they want as long as they don't come near me that doesn't work come on tash <laughs> say you don't like them oh, oh i hate snakes but the only reason snakes have such a bad rep is because of the whole apple thing in the garden of eden like if they didn't tempt adam into evil i think no i think, then the, I, I, think the, I think i think they're using the apple tail because people already don't like snakes they do no they it's because they they led him to temptation but they're not very cuddly animals are they like <laughs> yeah. they will bite you if i'm they sorry can. but have you said boa restrictor would give you the best cuddle of your life yeah they would they are very good. Boa restrictor, dark. Dark. The last cuddle dark. Dark. you wouldn't ever want to have another cuddle <laughs> <laughs> well i have another story i don't know if we have time we have time yeah, for a real well, quick one all right, this uh, this is actually a nice story, but I'll try and do it very quickly. Yeah, that was a nice one. Devil actually. cat um, doesn't get adopted. So this last story is about a woman who, uh, who, who hates is... children. No, oh. um, adopts cat. Devil no. couple adopts <laughs> cat. Um, it is a woman called Zura Karuhimbi, um, who lives in Rwanda, uh, and. She's died recently, so this is her oh. obituary. Oh. Her, and Tash, you can't read a, a reason, dead lady's obituary this is story. <laughs> Woman's dead. The the reason she, you know, a, an obituary was published for her on the BBC was because she saved a ridiculous amount of people's lives um, during the Rwanda genocide mm. um, because of witchcraft. Oh. So she was a Hutu woman. And she harboured, and it's unclear exactly how many people, but Mm. in her uh, little two-room house in Musamo village, um, her house quickly became a safe haven for Tutsis, Burundians, and even three Europeans during the genocide. Dozens of people reportedly hid under her bed and in a secret space in the roof. Others say she dug a hole in her fields where people hid. So, and the reason that that worked... Out, despite the fact that the the armies that were doing all the bad stuff uh, knew that she had people in her house, was because she came from a family of healers mm. who were uh, rumored to have secret witchcraft powers mm. in the region, and uh, she would do these things, these like 
spells. Slightly weird things, yeah, to scare off the armies huh. and to tell them that by attacking the house, they'd be digging their own graves yeah, and things yeah, like yeah. that. So the armies kept coming in to try and ask her to release the people and she wouldn't. And every single person that she harboured in her house came out alive um, after the war. Um, and in, in an interview that she'd had after all that fairly recently, she said that she only believed in one god she doesn't believe in any witchcraft and that the whole thing was just like an oh. act. Oh. Um, oh, yeah, nice and that's, that's why she has I her mean, obituary. I mean, balls to try that. Yeah, Especially yeah. if you don't believe. If you if you believe in witchcraft, you can be like, I'm going to cast a spell on you. Yeah. But if you don't, and you're like, oh, I've yeah, got... I just really I'm, hope they fall for this <laughs> yes. because I've I'm got not. no defence. I've yeah, got yeah. no line of defence other than yeah. just sheer fear. Like, that's it. Exactly. But then oh. what's that? there's a saying about like people being... You can lead a horse... No, it's that one. What? <laughs> what? Just, basically, I want to. I can't. Like, can't scare like you can, you can, you can, like, you can play with people's emotions quite easily. A la, uh, I was going to talk about. Oh, what well, we're not like, allowed to talk people, about. People, people can be quite easily swayed by people that are confident and act like they know what they're talking about. Mm. Even and they don't. You know what I mean? Like, you can easily play them on that if you're in, if you're clever. If you put witchcraft on the side of a bus, you'll save people's lives. Yes. Mm. Yeah. But it is interesting that she was fighting against people with. An enormous amount of weapons, having absolutely no weapons herself. Oh, but I mean, it's just, like huge over being, there, I guess, yeah. isn't it? At the time, it's probably a big, you know, it wasn't, it was the idea that, like, you'd be fucked. Mm, can I swear? Yeah, Thank yeah. you for your stories, Tash. Great. Well done. It's good, no, no, no. Important to talk about that kind of stuff. Right, I'm going to take this colour off because I'll get really gestured. You're so ready. I'm so ready. Right. I've never seen a podcast before, Casey. Okay, well, I'm very good at it. Watch and get some tips. Watch and learn, everybody. Okay, so my story this week is called Asparagus Work. Wow. It's a very good one. I think I'm already voting for it. My whole day at work today was very boring and was spent with me thinking of that, and so I don't feel like it really deserves any congratulations because that's a whole eight hours that I got paid for just to think of that um, <laughs> fruitful life and also oh, had awesome. an incredible amount of work obviously as well no I did nothing okay. no, no one from my work school listened to this it's fine uh, <laughs> do not share this on Facebook <laughs> no, they don't have me on Facebook no way I mean I'm joking Maybe if anyone accidentally if anyone accidentally does listen oh, oh, oh. It's fine. It's all fine. Anyway, asparagus work. Asparagus work or tips for 2019. Because you know asparagus. Tips. Oh, asparagus. Tips. Yeah, it's good. Ah, oh, yeah, so, very good. Took me ages. So when the new year starts, it's quite a common thing that people have. You know, some resolutions, mm. have some predictions of what they might think might happen this. Mm. You know, in 2019. Do I, does anyone have any predictions of what they think might happen this year? I think in March something big is going to happen. <laughs> I think nothing mm. will happen. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing is going to, to occur. No. Yeah. Um, I think the colour teal is going to be big. Okay. I think Interesting. This, I think I think teal is the colour of 2019. The right, same way okay. you know I predicted orange being being the the in thing. Yeah. I think, I think 2019. Lewis copied you. Okay. Lewis Have you bought me. a shirt in the colour teal and that's why you want it to be big? Um, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Good. Because yeah. I love the oh, colour yeah, teal. Oh yeah. George has it's a my great orange color. coat and I bought the same one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But he wore it best. I did. Absolutely, George. Because Nobody bought it when I got it. Yeah. Teal is my top 2019 tip. Okay. Good. Very good. Anyone else get any predictions for 2019? Um, I think I'm going to get a year older. Okay, well, that's a good one. That's You can't really dispute that, actually. That's... I like that all your tips are based in absolute fact. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get them wrong. People are going to listen to this back. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I really don't know. I'm hoping that there's going to be another food, such as um, avocados, that's going to arise. You know, avocados mm, like take the world by storm. Mm. Well, that's interesting. You've said that mm. actually because um, that's very interesting. <laughs> oh my thing. god! Yes, you just said that because. <laughs> so now, you know how. You can predict things in a lot of ways. You know, just by using logic is one way of predicting things. Like, summer will come and it will be warm. Yeah. Things like that. Well, or well, Lewis getting one year older. Oh, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Time. Some people use other methods of predicting things. So some people might use, you know, tea leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people might look at the stars. Yeah. Some people yeah. might um, look at palms and mm-hmm. people's, do people's mm-hmm. palms. Now, there's a woman who lives in Bath. Mm-hmm. And or Bath, as she probably would say it. Yeah. Um, and she's called oh. Jemima Packington, which is, sounds Wonderful. like a made up name. Wonderful. But that sounds like someone from Bath. So yeah, exactly, it absolutely. Yeah. And I think she's a bit she's a bit new age. She's a bit mm. a bit um Funky. I've seen pictures of her and she looks like someone I wish was my grandma. Hipster. <laughs> she's not a hipster, no. She's like she's like the real deal. She's like <laughs> She's she, I imagine, I'm witch. imagining, you know, um, Professor Trelawney in Harry Potter. Oh, she's a bit like that, yeah. yeah. Mm. That's she's a bit, cool. She's got those those kind mm. of vibes to her. Yeah. And she's 63. Mm-hmm. And she is the world's... Well, I'm saying the world's only, because <laughs> I feel like she must be. <laughs> the world's only asparamancer. Oh, wow. Wow. That word definitely did not exist yeah. until she made it up. So what, what that's proved to me is that if you've got the sight, if you've got the sight for the yeah. future, yeah. you can use literally anything. Uh, and Jemima's tool of choice is asparagus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wow, she's made some predictions for 2019. Are they all vegetable-related predictions? Weirdly, no. no. <laughs> oh, see, I was hoping. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't worry. You won't be disappointed okay. by the end. Okay. But you, you see... When you told me your subject, I thought I knew the same story as you. Ah. And people have been like predicting what ve- vegetables are going to be popular in 2019. Ah, so I thought, okay. that, and this is a lot more interesting. No, than, this <laughs> is much better. Yeah. Can, I also, can I say about what you just said? I, I'm so happy to be living in a world where people are <laughs> wanting to predict what vegetables are going to be big. <laughs> what vegetables are going to be trending. No, but I'm actually being quite serious. A- apparently it's going to be romaine lettuce. Oh, romaine really? lettuce. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I, I think they just lettuce. lettuce. Is it going to be romaine <laughs> lettuce leaves? Oh, oh! that's going to win best joke of the, the night. That was, <laughs> we were definitely teetering on the line. Yeah, I feel like we need that was to fantastic. Yeah, immediately lit. move on. Yeah. Um, anyway, so basically, what? How she? How she predicts with mm. asparagus? Can we she, guess? Heck yeah! Go on. <laughs> right. So I think, given that asparagus is quite pointy, <laughs> I think it's a case of sort of walking around with it and seeing what it points at. And, and then seeing what you point it at. <laughs> no, no! Seeing what it leads you to point... Yeah, but it has, yours always at. points right because you've got like no balance in your hands anymore. Like, I know it could be... Oh, I'm not an asparamancer. It goes to the left because she's cut her right arm off. No, it was her yeah. left hand she cut off. Oh, damn it. So it's... Mm, maybe I'll hold it in my mouth. Oh, you could put... Never that mind. would work, because your head can't move on its own. It has <laughs> to move with the wind and everything, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. You can move your head in she's, different directions. She, she's not Lewis. a wind vane. 
I anyway, <laughs> that's that's my. I reckon she plants four different asparagus plants along four different possible options and that's sees fantastic. which one grows yeah. faster. Ah, see, that's that, that would, has to be it. In my eyes, that would be a more like I'd understand the logic of that more. Mm. Like that's like more fruit, fruitful and mm. whatever. Like even though it's all bollocks. There seems a <laughs> um, to it. Yeah, there seems to be more of a method. No, what she does is, um, and this is what the the Metro has written. Mm-hmm. So just to say that I'm not, you know, I do think oh, it's no, absolutely it's nonsense, but um, there's no bias here. <laughs> Clearly. Um, so she claims she can peer into the future by tossing the veg in the air and interpreting how the spears land. Mm. She oh, just, yeah, she just no, throws it up and then it's on the floor and then that tells her. But obviously, well, I think like, she's you know, watched it's... a little bit too much of um, Pirates of the Caribbean. She's too. a vegetarian <laughs> rain man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... I mean, there's quite a lot of pictures of her, and I mean, I really recommend going to look at these pictures because there's one of her tossing the veg, so oh, you know exactly how to do oh it. Oh my god! Yeah. That's my favourite euphemism. So this woman did pre- <laughs> apparently pre- she predicted the thing that we don't talk about, but I mean, I don't really think that that's I don't really think that that's true. I think that I it's very what, loose that they've connected her. I wonder what the asparagus it, did to predict that. Well, only she it. can understand. It. She, I don't think so we have the power. We don't have the sight. Do you know if she starts with like a blank slate? So she just sort of thinks, I'll throw it in the air. and Or is it like a yes or no thing? Because I can understand somewhat how it's... If she's like, is blue going to be the teal, going to be the big colour of the year? <laughs> throws it in the air and it lands on yes. It spells I mean, out It yes. doesn't really go... It doesn't <laughs> like, I fail to see it. how you could say... You could predict <laughs> like... You exactly. Know, you couldn't say like, I reckon like Apple's going to plummet to zero this year throw the asparagus in the air and I don't know you wouldn't get it from nothing I don't you? think she asks the question I think she just throws it up and then she looks and then she I reckon just knows this is, I reckon she's making it up because if she's, well, if she's not, she hasn't had any ideas no she, she, she's like um, she's wow. real she's a real deal if she predicted Brexit sorry seven years ago Mm. From it, you know, I'd that have would... some idea. But if she was like, you know, last year, what do I reckon? Yeah, if it was, yeah, if it was, you know, two and a quarter years ago, fifty percent chance in it, really, that it was going. Yeah, well, she's put. Apparently, she said that extreme temperatures will become a norm, mm-hmm. which I think is a bit of a. I mean, it's pretty cold now, and it's pretty hot in summer, so I don't think that's very. That's not very, you know. But would that stop so her asparagus from growing? So we're going to get more of a continental climate. Is yeah, what she's, she's, she's also said. Yeah. She's also said <laughs> Lewis is going to be a year older next year. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. She's also said that. So you know. But if if the if, asparagus doesn't lie, if the weather gets so hot though, she wouldn't be able. And the cold, she wouldn't grow any asparagus. So then her powers would be debunked. Mm. Oh. Well, that's the thing. She's trying to create a bit of awareness about this issue, really. I think. Yeah. But then she's also said that the globe there'll be a global recession. Which uh-huh. is Again, already yeah, happening, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and fears of the impact of a big political event that might happen soon are just going to be unfounded because it won't be good and it won't be bad. Oh, yeah. So that's pretty... Me- she's not really giving us anything there, has she? She's kind of just saying what is... It's like it's like the weather lady that just goes outside. It's like, it's not raining. It's, <laughs> it's, well, it isn't. But like, I could have looked out my own... There's window. some weather happening. Yeah. That's what it's kind of like nothing. There's no new information there. Yeah. Oh, this it- is quite new, though. This is quite a good one. Oh, sorry. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna say, it almost would make me feel better if she actually said something concrete. Yeah, no, it's all a bit airy like, fairy well, right now. Yeah, it's it's almost like she doesn't even she doesn't think she's doing it. Do you know what I mean? It's she's like not she fully committing. I'm like, if no. you're gonna be, you know, an asparagus lady, she doesn't believe in the power, it. does she? Like, Tom Cruise is gonna like assassinate everyone. I think the trouble is, like, we're, as yeah. humans, we just don't have the same, like, I don't know, like, way with the world as, like, animals. Because when animals predict the future, it always works out correct. Like, you know, <laughs> you know the octopus that, like, predicted the World Cup score? Oh, true. And it's, like, all right. You know, Paul, Paul the octopus. You know, they actually had one octopus for every single possible result. 
And so they only broadcasted the one that got it right. Ah. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna run through now her predictions. I full list of predictions of twenty nineteen. Right. Fears over Brexit will prove largely unfounded. What? Sorry. The trade <laughs> war between China and the US will end, but there will be a recession in the US that will affect the whole world. Right. Exciting new technology will be launched. Great. Great. England's, England women's football team will win the World Cup in France. That's yeah, pretty yeah, good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And this was quite good. TV's Big Brother will return to screens. Apparently last year, <sighs> it was it? the last ever series. Of course it's going to return to screens. It was the last, uh, wasn't it? The last ever on that channel. Well, yeah, that's, I don't know. I don't I don't watch that, Jeez. but uh, personally, I think that it could probably come back because people probably want it to, I don't know. I think maybe mm. she's just advertising for Big Brother that's coming back <laughs> yeah, already. She's probably works for Big Brother. She's probably going to be on it. I think she's yeah. from Biggest Fan. <laughs> Yeah, she's big. She's, from, she's big asparagus, isn't she? Anyway, extremes of temperature will become the norm. I already said that one, but you know it's already happening. Mate. It's not exactly a revelation, is it? U.S. romantic musical A Star Is Born will win an Oscar. Well, it didn't win. It only won one Golden Globe last night, which was for the original song. Ah, yeah. okay, yeah. well. So I, I reckon that's going to be false because I don't I see it. Really the I didn't watch the Golden Globes. I just saw them in the morning. I'm just I jealous. Know this is our entertainment correspondent. Yeah. Oh, so he is, yeah. <laughs> Remy Malik. Nobody expected that. Oh, nobody expected yeah. the, one of the biggest films to come out in the yeah, past year. Yeah, but it was divisive. Been... It was divisive. Yeah. Oh. No, no one expected one of the films. Oh. People were sort of like mild on to mm. win anything. People were mild on it. I don't know. I've not heard any mild responses. Only very, very against or very, very. Sorry to interject. If you if you love the red carpet, look up Fiji Water. A lady at the Golden Globes. Oh my god, Golden I've Globes. seen it. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed my mum's comment on uh, the new Remy, Remy Malik film. She was like, The soundtrack is great. And I was like, It's Queen. It's, it's just all. You like Queen. <laughs> you like Queen. That's what you, you <laughs> bought a Queen soundtrack. Album. It's Queen. <laughs> and it's literally them singing as well. It's not even like the. You know, like with the Johnny just Cash a one. Yeah. They just. They re sang the yeah. song. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, uh, household British businesses will fold. Great. All. All. <laughs> It's very vague, isn't Again, it? They, they've all been talking about it for yeah. ages. England's cricketers and rugby team will enjoy success. Well, that's not going to happen. But it could be any kind of success. Like, oh, they caught a ball. One of them gets married. Yeah. Oh. And this one's for you, Tash. Mm. Asparagus will see an all-time high in sales. Oh yes. God. That's what she's so predicted. Excited. I reckon that makes up for the recession thing. And she's totally yeah. from a big asparagus. She's, she's totally big. She's big definitely asparagus. just trying to. Prom- I mean, if she says it, then she's just trying to. It's mm. Like, think about her interest. She's going. Asparagus stocks are low, guys. Buy, 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 buy. And then yeah. she's going to sell, and the whole thing's going to plummet. And then she, that recession is going to happen. She's going to be like, "Told you." This is big short. Yeah. This is big short she, right she, here. She's the actually, asparagus short. Yeah. The asparagus <laughs> version. Yeah. Well, basically, um, apparently, ten, ten of Jemima's thirteen predictions of, for twenty eighteen. Mm. So I missed her news story there. But apparently, they came true, including oh. foreseeing Donald Trump's summit with North Korea dictator King Jong-un okay sorry I was really struggling to read then so she foresaw that they'd meet but I mean mm-hmm. yeah I, I doubt it she also could correctly predicted the price crash of cryptocurrency bitcoin and the revival of books in the face of modern gadgets yeah. I just think she wants an older way of life really mm. she wants I think she. I think she's for the big political event that might happen some point soon <laughs> I think she just loves asparagus but she wants to be able to you know she, yeah. likes, she likes vegetables doesn't like bitcoin exactly I think mm. that's what she's why after why can't we just all trade bitcoin like, I trade asparagus. how she feels when she eats asparagus it'd be like eating mm. your children yeah <laughs> yeah I think that's does she do exactly that if it like it. predicts it wrong she like eats it and then <laughs> if, if it predicts it correctly it's like goes on the shelf and, and then that's how that's like evolution 
you own you get better predicting as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. And just to finish off, she's actually admitted that she's usually about seventy-five to ninety percent accurate with her predictions. Now I don't know what who like what gauge like how she's measuring the accuracy with percentage, but clearly they, yeah maybe that's told her. Um, she was twenty eighteen. She was seventy-seven percent correct. So. I mean, well done, her. Well done, good, good, good for her. But good. I think that it might be her making up that statistic. So, and she went each year. She goes, "Yep, that's happened. Yep, that's happened." She's not very excited when her predictions come true either, because <laughs> I think they're all a bit mundane. I mean, it's just biz- for her. It's business as usual. Do you know what I mean? It's like I don't know David Beckham scoring a penalty. It's like, oh, okay. You know Another when you one. know someone's really predicting stuff. It's when when they predict a year before the event that like Leicester wins mm. the, uh, what the Premier League win? Premier League when someone puts like, like a one pound bet on and wins like a trillion no, pounds no not yeah. a bet before that way ahead but that is a prediction but that's what I'm saying here's what I ask you is she predicting or is she making things happen that is a good oh question. shit yeah, true True. She's that's the witch from Tash's story. Yeah. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I really wouldn't give her the kind of credit that I'm giving this witch that help people in the genocide. Like, just <laughs> oh, yeah, really, I, I did not think about the ramifications of that comment. No. Really that. <laughs> thank, you thank, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay, so that's a long one. And we move it's on got, to you, George. So the last story of the of the day. Uh, my story. I haven't put. Thank you. I haven't put too many um, uh, notes about this because um, it's just it's just a great tweet, and it's caused a bit of an uproar with one of the biggest, you know, most angry internet groups. Tash. Mm. Tash. Tash and her fan My group. <laughs> the, the, yes. the, they're like anonymous. Um, they're just just creating they're, chaos they're just everywhere. Tash. <laughs> You no one knows what it stands for. No one, no, no, one, no one knows what no it stands for. Tash's army of shouty <laughs> haters. <laughs> haters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that Tash's, Tash's acronym also is of her name and includes her name. <laughs> so it could just be the, the Tash in Tash's army of shouty haters also stands for Tash's army yeah. of shouty haters. <laughs> oh, wow, it never ends, does it? <laughs> it never ends. It keeps getting smaller and smaller. Um, Never-ending acronym. But it's not... Tasha's army of shouty haters, it's Harry Potter fans. Oh, they're Ooh. so angry, aren't they? They, are. they, they can. I mean, the, a lot of them are on the internet, so it's just, you know... They're very busy. protective. They are. Yeah. Of, they are, and they're protective of people screwing with the canon. Mm. Especially official sources. Mm. Of, right. Like, remember when uh, stuff came out about J.K. Rowling saying, no, actually, Ron and Hermione wouldn't be happily married forever? And everyone like got angry about it. Yeah. And stuff happened with uh, a cursed child. People got angry about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen like they've like they've argued with J.K. Rowling about stuff, yeah. haven't they? And it's like, like you she literally wrote the full book on to me. cannot argue about anything related to Harry Potter with the author mm. of Harry, Harry Potter. Like, you know when there's that saying that's like, oh, do you know about this? I know about it. I wrote the book on it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like she, she literally, literally did. did she that, did do, do it. that, didn't she? <laughs> so, but also, I believe that when you write something, it's out there. So yeah, anyone can it. do what yeah, they want. So the whole J.K. Rowling saying Ron and Hermione were not happily married. Well, um, um, unless she writes a book about it, mm. it's but, not a thing. But what if she writes a tweet about it? Or what? No, no, no. I'm just saying this yeah. is my opinion. Yeah, this no, is my opinion. But in, in this modern day and age, that could. Do you know what I mean? In your, in your opinion, in this modern day of literature, what mm. if she tweets about it? Is that is that same authority? Yeah. Or just because it's not on a page? I, I'd I'd still say she hasn't published a book about it. Okay. So what if she published fiction out there? As about literature it. goes, that you know the book ends with oh we don't know what happens with them. Okay. 
It's got a life that, of its that, own. It's, mm, and yeah. the fact that she's tweeted that, yeah, you know, she has tweeted that. And people will react to that and that's in people's heads now. But as far as a piece of literature goes and how in everyone's mind it's going to be different. Yeah, yeah. Every single person is, just because they're reading the same words, doesn't mean they're picturing the exact same thing. In that same way, when they read that book, the continuation is not known as far as I'm concerned. I agree. At the same time, if if a fan tweets, oh, actually, I disagree, like, they would be happily married, I'd be equally... Skeptical. I'd be like, well, maybe they were. Or even maybe they weren't because, you know, the book ends on they got married. And whether or not they were happy or not is... It's irrelevant. If it, yeah. It's not part of that particular story. Exactly. But what is part of the Harry Potter canon mm. now? Because you know um, Harry Potter sort of branched out into the wizarding world, oh, including, yes. including yes. Pottermore. Oh, yes. yes. Pottermore, the official source of Harry Potter yes. um, for National Trivia Day, tweeted a particular bit of Harry Potter trivia. Uh-oh. Has anyone heard about this? No. no. I just so, can't imagine it's good. It's It's good. It's good. Hogwarts didn't always have bathrooms. Before adopting muggle plumbing methods in the 18th century, witches and wizards simply relieved themselves wherever they stood and vanished the evidence. Hashtag National Trivia Day. So according to (laughs) the official source of Harry Potter, Hogwarts was just filled with people defecating where they stood <laughs> and vanishing the evidence. <laughs> still, like, you've still got to take a full dump and then vanish it. Like, it's not like you could... That's just mental. You've still got to do it. So you just do, like, a, a, te- a spell to, like, vanish it out of your tummy, yeah, yeah, out of yeah. your bowel and into... You, not, not in your bowel. You're still going to walk through the corridor and see some Hufflepuff taking a crap next to nearly headless Nick and then... <laughs> He's got to think of this. Like, if it's a first year and they haven't learned the spell yet, what do they do? <laughs> you've you've got, got crapped on crapped. Freudian slip there. You've you've cracked something that a lot of people have tweeted about. Is that a lot of people a lot of people know a lot about Harry Potter and people have a lot of like people probably already know the spell, don't people they? People know what year that spell is taught, and people don't know how to like vanish things from existence until the fifth year of school. So what people have devised is that there's four years of Hogwarts attendees just traffic <laughs> everywhere without the ability to remove it from the world. It's what the prefects so everybody... do, just have to go around vanishing it. It's why they're always so angry. For God's sake! That's why Filch is so pissed off. <laughs> All the time, and that cat, like... Mrs. Norris, get away from the turds! <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Norris! Stop looking up that way, Mrs. Oh, Norris. Oh, dear. Um... um I think the most um. alarming phrase in that is, what does it say, walking, oh, wherever they wherever stood, they stood. They that's wouldn't... the most alarming because what if they went in the, to the Forbidden Forest and did it there, That's fine. I would it's say just... that's fine, because especially, you know, toilets weren't always around, yeah. and, yeah. you know, you assume that Hogwarts has been around for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Did they not have, like, a sort of massive outhouse out the back? Like okay. over over that massive long bridge <laughs> that only came in after the third well, book. Well, they could they morning. could very easily have a bathroom that doesn't have toilets in it. You just but that's just where you go, and then they can vanish it all together. Yeah. But that's what funny. What's funny as well is that the modern the plumbing of muggles. But wizards and muggles lived together in harmony. Mm-hmm. I'm sure before yeah. there was all the dark times with the oh, yeah, with the Voldemorty times. Yeah. And so, well, not maybe mm. in harmony, but they they would have. You, they, you they start off they, thinking they cohabited the earth exactly. So like, wouldn't have they just have sort of Stumble- with magic you'd think they'd be more advanced like they'd stumble upon these things a little bit quicker well what mm. I like
like is that like, yes, it yes. says the adopted muggle oh, God, methods is... in the 18th century when we've had like rudimentary plumbing uh, since like about 200 BC. <laughs> That's a plumbing. They just waited 1900 years. years. Yeah, yeah. So they just couldn't be bothered. They were like, well, uh, actually, it... we don't. We're, we're not into it. We just don't like it. I think I've come up with the two worst places in Hogwarts to take a crab where you're stood. The... So one is, you know, on the staircase that moves. Like, say you're at this, you're on the top. <laughs> you're sat on the top step, <laughs> taking, taking a poo, and then the staircase is like. <laughs> Oh, it no. starts moving, and then all of a sudden, you're like, you're like dangling like twenty stories <laughs> up. <laughs> your shit's falling <laughs> into the abyss. Falls and like you're, you're trying to zap it. <laughs> it's out of reach. You're, you're not sure where it's gone. And then number two, you know, I, like you know, uh, is it just in the two. games? It's gonna sound. This would make me sound really creepy, but in the little games on the PS One, if ever you, as a, as Harry Potter, if you ever tried to go in like the uh, like senior common room or the the girls' dorm or whatever, the stairs would always turn into a slide. Is that a thing in Harry yeah, Potter canon? It's it's a thing in the books. But like, if yeah. you if you so it's not just the game. But if you tried to go like and break into somebody else's common room and took a shit and you were like halfway up, <laughs> did it, and then it turns into a slide and then you did. it starts sliding down it. Like I I really like the idea that it's a, the original oh. use of the room of requirement. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> if anyone needs. Well, it does become that. I'm sure it says that in somewhere in the books. So if you're desperate yeah. for the toilet, the room requirement we'll, will become we'll a bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, maybe the first to fourth years, maybe that's what happens. The room requirement just pop, pops up pops whenever up. <laughs> they need to. Um, I think Moaning Myrtle died from like oh. a real serious, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, you, like we gut know infection. We know what Moaning Myrtle died, died from. Yeah. What did she die of? Snakebite. The basilisk. Basilisk? Yeah. Oh. I was going to say it was something to do with not having gone to the toilet, and that's why she was in the toilet when she di- as a ghost because she just I mean, needed to get it all out. Surely you can think of a less familiar ghost. <laughs> I don't know which. How many ghosts hang Nearly out in the toilet? Nick. He doesn't hang out in the toilet. He hangs out in a painting. Yeah, She's the one that hangs out. No one did that. Who's in the toilet? That's no, the whole they did point. when Harry was around, and she was in the toilet crying. Yeah, but she's dead by then. No, but the. The point is, she couldn't go to the toilet, so when she died from not having gone to the toilet for a long time, she went to the toilet and hid out. Yeah, I don't really think uh, it's, it's a good theory. I, that's so not canon. Really, I'm, I'm not JK Rowling. rewrite the Harry Potter books based on this fact. Um, I think I think there's lots of things we need to reevaluate about the Harry yeah. Potter books based on this fact. Um, and that was short, but that's that's my story. Was your headline Harry Potter? Harry Potter. Yeah, I love that. But you it's never pa- the oh, thing. more, but I thought I gave too much away. The thing that's a bit sorry, I not to. I know you you should end your story, not me. Sorry, but like. You never hear in the books about people going to the toilet. Mm. I just assumed yeah. that it was in the fictional world where no one needed to crap ever. Yeah. Do you think about every book you ever read? Unless you read a book saying specifically they sometimes this character occasionally goes to the toilet when it, when when called for. Yeah, if I'd not, like to hear about it. You just assume. It. Well, they must not like, pay. Mm. The, no, in, in, in twenty sweat. In twenty four, yeah. like I reckon, if fart. Keith the Sutherland had to go take a dump, he wouldn't get it done. What about That's Twilight? True. Well, they're vampires and well. No, they go to the toilet because because Edward, when he can read people's minds, he gives people privacy when they need to go to the loo. If that's he's creepy. That's, that's even more he creepy. He himself goes to the toilet, or does he remember that from his human times? Well, he throws up that pizza that he eats. He does throw. So up I don't pizza. feel like his bowels work anymore. He can't digest, so he has to like. Yeah. He can't. He, he literally can't digest it, so he has to literally regurgitate it. And then fifty years, it has to get rid of the vomit. Vanisho. 
crappy yeah. Yeah. that's not the spell I can see why Voldemort was so angry <laughs> it's like I'd have killed all those I'd have killed Dumbledore I'd have just, just have toilets guys <laughs> they've existed since 200 BC the dark lord did you know that Voldemort's actually an anagram of we need lose <laughs> just a big I'm protest I'm just imagining that like scene in the second film like Marvel or Riddle <laughs> and then the, the, the anagram just comes up like we need lose and that's why I've put the Chamber of Secrets in the loo mm-hmm. exactly I agree with that completely shit we figured it out well there we go Tom Piddle <laughs> that's good anyway, that's my story <laughs> thank you George well, thank you George powerful powerful Ron Peasley okay so that's the end of the four stories now we're going to take a vote about uh, who we think had the best story and who was the least Brexity story of the week I mean, two people. Oh, oh wow! Such we, pretty and, we, and we've got little, little, little Aww. pretty post-it notes. It's got an Katie. Um, I don't have a pen. Though. So we're going to give two votes each to the person we think had the best story. One vote to the person we thought had the second best story, and we'll find out who has the best story, and they will be presenting the show next week. So who will be gathering the photographer? Let's vote. Have you um, done the Pottermore House quiz? I've not done it, you know. I've only done it on the Huffington Post, and I was a Gryffindor, and I really? don't think I'm a Gryffindor. I think you're such a Hufflepuff, yeah. like, and not, not in an offensive way. I think you really are. Raven. All the things that are good about. I, see, I thought I was a Ravenclaw. Oh no, you're too nice. You're too kind. Really? Ravenclaw, yeah. but Ravenclaw oh. are quite clever, aren't they? They're clever, but they're a bit bitchy. You know, like a bit like mm, mm. Up, up themselves. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas you're too, you're, you've got all the nice things of everything, but oh. also just being nice is one of your traits. So oh. I feel like that's. I feel like you're doing the same thing to Ravenclaws that we're doing to vegans. Yeah. Not all ve- not all Ravenclaws. No, yeah, well, I'm a Slytherin, so I don't give a shit. I was a Slytherin <laughs> as well, which I find ridiculous. Um, I, I was a ra- Ravenclaw. Really? You're not brave. You're scared of Mice. vegans. Ravenclaw. <laughs> You're Ravenclaw. They're, not, they're not meant to be that brave. Gryffindor. 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 No. Oh. My favourite thing is, you know, at the end of the year, how Th- like thanks, though, that you don't think I'm brave. I don't think you're brave. Just kind of vegans. You know how like biased <laughs> the whole education system is in the Wizarding World to Harry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like at the end of the year when like Slytherin are like a thousand this points is ahead. Favourite thing. And then it? it's like, oh um, yeah, like hi guys, it's me, Dumbledore. I'm going to do that little speech at the end of the year where I thank everybody that didn't die. And then it's like, oh um. Harry, I think you dropped your napkin and he picks it up. He's like, a thousand points to Gryffindor. <gasps> yeah. And it's like, Malfoy, uh, you've got a bit of a uh, tomato ketchup around your mouth. Minus A thousand points from Slytherin. And yeah. it's like, Gryffindor, win. Yeah. And everyone goes wild and it's bullshit. Yeah. And also, they, they all seem to do the subjects that like, sort of like they don't do whether they, like maths like these do. children don't learn maths no. anymore yeah. like it's like yeah. worrying or literature imagine if you had like a year six level of maths and that was it and then you just learned how to clean up after you arithmancy arithmancy it's, it's, it's a magic thing that, was, that has existed pre Harry Potter mm. and it's basically magic maths so you can just make up numbers I mean, I guess so. that's, that's algebra, just, isn't that's it? What, that's what I is, isn't it? well the thing is you can magic probably number. just what solve is. any equation with magic don't and, think anymore. Mm. And the results are in. Oh, no. Oh, my God. So, in ascending order, in fourth place, 
Uh, a little bit rusty from an entire season being away. I'm afraid of one point what? is Lewis. One point. Oh, one so point. Sorry, Lewis. Here's a, cla- here's a clap. Oh, really you did really well, though. You, <laughs> you didn't get back. no points. I normally get no points. Tr- so tr- trial by fire. Who gave me one point? <laughs> uh, That's yeah. not how it works, Lewis. Secret. Still secret. No, because I want to thank him for my, one, my single... <laughs> was it me? Man. I bet it was me. <laughs> uh, I hope not. <laughs> You're not meant to vote for yourself, but... No one oh, said that. That's why I like the fact that you voted for yourself as second place, not first. I don't know what... Why I'm looking at these in third place oh. with three points is Natasha Kondrashova. Oh, it's a very good third place. Score. Give her a hand. Yeah, thank you. And in first place with equal four points, <gasps> are me and Katie. Well done. Well done. Tiebreaker. Well, so the tiebreaker. This this on this podcast on this link. If you're listening on. Well, no, on our Facebook page, where we put this link, will be a poll to vote for who you think should host the next podcast, uh, myself or Katie, because um, we only, sorry guys, we only include the people who... I was going to say, you should top. include everyone, that'd be... No, no, you, can, you can vote though, if you want. Mm. That's that, That's what's mm. happened before, one of the hosts was like the only person who voted. So that's, if you do have... I think it was me and I voted for myself. <laughs> <laughs> and that may happen again. Yeah. Uh, so go to our Facebook page, listeners, um, and, and vote for who you think had the best story, and they'll be able to host the next podcast next time otherwise it'll be a pistol duel <laughs> no, mm. they won't return yeah um, but George isn't brave enough for pistol so duels so I will win no uh, George you're so brave thoroughly a Ravenclaw and I'm just gonna <laughs> not give you a loaded gun yeah that's imagine true. if you that's were having clever. a duel with Voldemort and he evaded cadaver you and you accidentally did the one that cleaned up shit <laughs> <laughs> would you clean up his bad spell <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> ruined it uh, thank you very much for listening <laughs> and uh, we hope we'll be joining you next week Goodbye forever. Goodbye. Not forever. Bye. Oh, I've been holding it away for so long.